Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet. But if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of Ookla speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com slash internet for details. How we doing, Chiefs Kingdom? Welcome back to another episode of The Kingdom Says. I am your host, as always, Garrett Williams, and I am joined by a full cast of characters today. We've got my two usual co-hosts, of course. First, Kyle Henning. Kyle, how are you doing today, sir? It's Super Bowl week, finally. We've got uh, the Eagles ahead of us. Andy, so many different bowls, which we talked a little bit about last episode with... with, uh, with Jason, but I'm sure we'll get into some more of here tonight because there's like a thousand of them or whatever. So, um, no, man, uh, Chiefs are in the Super Bowl for third time in four now. Four years. It's crazy. It's crazy. We had run. five AFC title games, hosted all five. <clears throat> Go win this one. That's pretty good. Write the words that we've been talking about since they won the first one down. Yes, Thanks. sir. Also join us, of course, Arrowhead Tom. Tom, how are you doing tonight? Good, sir. I'm doing great, man. Always happy to be here. Always happy to, uh, uh, you know, talk ball with you guys. And uh, it's the Super Bowl week. Can't wait for it to get here. Uh, nervous, anxious, but fun to actually get into the matchups and all that. So excited to be here. Excited to have you. And of course, we've got our special guest, our guy, host of the Kingdom Cast podcast, Country Boy Five Six Seven. How we doing tonight, Country? Ready to go to the Super Bowl. I'm tired of talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> it well, is we saved this week. one for you. We saved this uh, you for this episode for the recap for the Eagles. We've had some guests on all week. We got another one coming up later in the week. Actually, two more coming up later in the week. But uh, some different things. But this, ladies and gentlemen, is the Super Bowl preview. We pretty the much take over right now. We don't, as long as barring any surprises on the injury front that we don't know of at the moment, everybody should be pretty much as expected. So, that all said, who boys, uh, what's the, let's do this first. What's the one matchup you're watching the most in this Super Bowl? We'll Mahomes versus the D-line. Mahomes versus the D-line? Yep. Okay. Care to elaborate? <laughs> if they can't contain, because because every time Patrick Mahomes goes up against a number one defense, one of those great D lines, oh my God, their front seven is immaculate and 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 so fearful. And and what happens? Well, the last four, I believe, he's shredded. Exactly. 30, 30 no, it's the O-line, D-line. It's in the trenches, but it's Mahomes versus their D-line, basically. Tom? If they can't contain them, they're not going to win this game. That's a tough one. Uh, I have some insight. I'm working on pulling, crunching some numbers live on the show. Uh, the D-line matchup is going to be important. I'm going to go I, – I don't know how the Eagles – cover Travis Kelsey. I don't know how anybody covers Travis Kelsey for the record, but I'm curious to see how they do that and then what that's going to mean for the rest of the wide receivers who I hope some of them are more healthy than they have been. But um, that's I think that's going to be – it's going to be a, a game of the weapons uh, on the outside and, and just how can we – how the passing game is going to look, especially um, as we just said, the D-line. But, yeah, I'm going to go with Travis Kelsey. I think that'll be – obviously, Kelsey and Kelsey, Kelsey Bowl, we're watching that. So – um, but I think Travis Kelsey could be an X factor. Garrett? Yeah, I'm going to go on the opposite side of the ball. I'm going to say the Eagles wide receivers versus the uh, the Chiefs cornerbacks, specifically, obviously, A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith going up against uh, Trent McDuffie and 
you know, whoever else, Legereus Needs should hopefully be back, but he might be working in the slot. So you might have, you know, Jalen Watson, Joshua Williams out there. Really a big test for the uh, the quote-unquote rookies who obviously aren't really rookies anymore if they ever have a full season under their belt and they're, uh, you know, got to step up in the biggest game when it counts because it's going to be, they got, there's some weapons on the other side. According to them, they're no longer rookies. And also don't forget Dallas Goddard exactly. for that football team because that dude will eat you if you're not paying attention. Um, I think for me, it's on the same side of the ball as Garrett, and it involves a Kelsey-like Tom, but it's what Steve Spagnuolo and that defensive line can do to help Jason to help make Jason Kelsey not as big of a factor in this game. Because we know Elaine Johnson is just being an absolute warrior right now. Um, he's been open about what he's playing through. Jason Kelsey does a lot for that Eagles offensive line. If they can help take him away to an extent and work on shutting down that run game and specifically not letting Jalen Hurts hurt them in the run game where they've had trouble with quarterbacks, that's a huge thing for me. And I think that as often as they try to neutralize Jason's impact on the play, the better off they'll be. And I know that sounds weird giving that much attention to a center, but with him helping to the guards both sides and especially with Lane being hurt and Chris being what Chris is, Chris versus Jason and Lane and that group is going to be some eyeballs to watch because if the Chiefs can control the running game, I think this game can get problematic for the Eagles in a hurry. Is your goal to make Hurts one-dimensional? Yes. Especially because I think that shoulder is bothering him more than anybody wants to talk about out loud. Yeah, so that means, I mean, that, that last game, his accuracy, it, uh, that was not, that was not his best day. Let's say that. Yeah, so that means, I mean, did you think that it's more susceptible to, to him kind of going outside the pocket and making even scrambling? So you got to, you know, hope Willie Gay's fully healthy to, to help contain that, spy him, and uh, really got to have those linebackers stepping up and containing him and, and not letting him kind of run all over them up in the middle because, uh, we saw that a little bit versus the Bengals. Obviously, uh, Joe Burrow had a couple runs that, you know, just kind of underestimating the opponent. And especially with, like you said, that shoulder of Jones not being 100%, you know, it's gonna they're going to have to get a little bit more creative and uh, got to be prepared for for him and his mobile legs, obviously. They, they have to tackle in the, slot, in, the, in the flats and in the short game like they tackled against the Bengals. The, the Eagles eat in yards after catch in short game and in the same way that some of the same ways that the Bengals do with chase being a yak monster and the, and the running back out of the backfield committee that they have there with that. So if they, we get the same tackling effort, we got out of Justin Reed and Brian cook and so on and so forth in the corners and everybody in that portion of the game, this game tightens up a lot for Philadelphia. If Jalen's shoulder is not right. Is, is, is hurts on par with, um, 19 Lamar Jackson. I, I I'm not ready to go there yet. Yeah, I wouldn't call it that. Huh? Okay, so what Lamar, level two Lamar down or 19 was something we've not seen from a quarterback before in in that in that space. He he's and also when we you know how you watch Patrick and then you watch other quarterbacks that try to do things similar and you go that just looks different. It's the same conversation with Lamar and and Jalen, and that's no shot to Jalen. Lamar is just an alien man. Like, yeah, Lamar really is just different. Lamar with the football, that dude is ridiculous. So and you would go, you would go healthy Lamar over Jalen Hurts' arm and legs. The arms, I think Jalen's probably got a little better arm accuracy wise. Anyway, I don't know if it's much better, but it's cl it's close. I just think Lamar's special on the ground with what he brings dynamically. And Jalen's no slouch in that category, but Lamar, man, it just looks different. It just it's not the same thing. So I mm, I, I agree on the ground, much different. I think Jalen is a substantial I think Jalen is a in a position to be Jalen Hurts, Hurts, Hurts now or Jalen Hurts fully healthy? Because Jalen Hurts now is not the same accuracy level as Jalen Hurts healthy. I Mm, I, would even I think Jalen Healthy is a much more accurate passer than he currently is because of his injury. I think that regardless, like Jalen Hurts is in a better position to be successful as a passer sure. than Lamar Jackson has ever been put in. Uh, and I think his offense is more tailored to him in that sense. Uh, so it's it's kind of hard to, to say. In terms of 19, you know, Lamar Jackson, he was uh, 
What's your what's your favorite version of Lamar though? The, the, okay, what's the most dangerous version of Lamar? Was it nineteen? I, I don't that think it's year, right? Yeah, I don't think yeah, I don't think we've seen it though. I mean, like just because he hasn't been like his passing weapons have always been pretty garbage, and his offensive coordinator doesn't like tailor the the plays to him, right? It's like he had two speeds. It's always been we're gonna do a designed run or we're gonna ask you to drop back and pass. It's like, well, where are some of those those plays where you you know you get a moving pocket or you roll him out or you do some you know some of the the motion stuff that you see that their offense like and that's I think that's the biggest one like plays that like a lot of Ravens fans have is like the offense should be doing a lot better. Lamar, I think Lamar Jackson can be a good passer. I just don't think he's been in a position like you know I don't think they trust him like they like I don't think they trust him to make the the routine throws like the Eagles have trusted Jalen Hurts to. I don't think it's that Lamar can't do it. I think that for whatever reason, the Ravens aren't putting him in that position. So they built that offense to that rudimentary style of they were going to build it to that running gun because he's dominant in its style where they weren't going to really throw it much. And then he went and won an MVP with it. And instead of trying to advance and improve and adopt and expand that offense and add a passing game to it, that's a little bit of a dynamic weapon and do some of the movement pocket stuff. They said, oh, he won an MVP with it and we went deep. We should probably just do that again and again and see if it works. And it hasn't. Because I bring all that to, to say I'm trying to compare what we're facing. Like, have we seen right. this type of guy before? They This season? Not this uh, season. I mean, they saw I mean, him last year. We've encountered Lamar before. They saw Jay Yeah, Hurts that's what I'm saying. That's why, that's why I brought up Lamar because we faced Lamar. Like I said, I think, I think from a life standpoint, he's more he's less dynamic, but I think he's a more accurate and better thrower of the football. I still think he's a little bit better than him, even with the sh- Lamar right now, even with the shoulder. I don't know that the gap is as large like Tom was saying. If he's fully healthy, that gap's bigger, but I, he's not fully healthy right now, so it's a little smaller for me. But I think that's probably the closest comp you're going to get for Jalen, and he was – having a really good year and was in the MVP conversation-ish. He was. As, he really as much was. as everybody else in the conversation-ish. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> you know, he's been fine. I just – I'm interested to see what Sirianni and co. come up with if that shoulder is not operating at a level that they're comfortable with him throwing down the field routinely. Yeah, and obviously the D-line – you know, having to step up and kind of contain a quarterback like that, you know, having a, a plat- path past couple of games where you're not really facing a mobile quarterback like that, uh, all of a sudden you're trying to contain him and, and actually get your hands on him in the backfield. Like, that's going to be huge. Easy on the Trevor hate. That boy can move. He just doesn't look like he can because he's 6'6". Trevor is huge, though. That's the thing. Jalen's kind of Josh a – Josh Allen's not small and he can move. Well, yeah, but that's, they're different different kind of running yeah, styles and elusiveness to, style, to Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts is elusive kind of thing where Josh Allen kind of just run through you and then over and you. And Trevor runs like a deer. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So it's, you know, got to have a lot so, more athleticism in the trenches there to uh, so contain what, him. So what would, what would you compare this front seven to of that we've seen this year? Let's stick with this year because who would you compare it to? I was thinking maybe Tampa Bay when we played them week five when they were still kind of good. We're on the other side of the ball now. Okay, so we're happy with yeah. yeah. Oh, we still on. Okay, my bad. I'm switching. You know what? This is the no, country takeover, just... bro. This is the country takeover. I'm taking it up. <laughs> no, but I like this. I like this thought though because uh, defense aside, Philadelphia obviously the number was number one defense in the league. Uh, we faced the 49ers earlier in the year who were the number two. So that's a little bit comparable. We put what forty up on them. Uh, and How also, many I number believe, one defenses have we faced? This yeah, and I believe <laughs> Mahomes' stats versus number one defenses are what insane. Like I saw a stat on Twitter yeah. versus top five defenses, passing defenses. I think he's far and beyond the highest EPA of of anybody. Um, have you seen his um, versus the NFC period stats? Those are insane. Yes, I have seen those. Yeah, he's it's absolutely like 400 yards, year. no interceptions. Yeah. Here, here, here you go, Garrett. I yeah, the five NFC one. opponents that we've had absolutely lit him up. Yeah, from Aaron Schatz, Mahomes versus top 12 pass defenses in eight games 32% DVOA, 24% without adjustment. Mahomes versus other pass defenses 23.1% DVOA, 30.2% without adjustment. So, in other words, he plays better against better defenses. 
That's that's okay. not, that's that's pretty crazy. I am done crunching my numbers. Okay. Share uh, share some insight. Long enough. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right, gentlemen. How many top ten pass blocking teams do the Eagles play this year? Ooh. Uh, one. Ballpark two. Yeah. I want to say Wait. one. And Three. Wait, Dallas. Dallas. Nope. Dallas is ranked uh, 28th. Oh. The Commanders Oops. are 27th. Oh. Giants are 29th. Those are their division opponents. Ooh. That's six games. Mm-hmm. Um, who else did they play? So they played three teams. The Jags? Played three, they played teams. three teams who are in the top, uh, top 10. So they played the Bears, who are ranked second, and only because Justin Fields can run away from everybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Packers, who were ranked fifth, and the Steelers, who were ranked seventh. And didn't they get mm. that Packers line when it was late and they were broken? Uh, it's yeah, they had them late. So November collectively, 27th. yeah. So they they had six sacks against uh, the Bears. Uh, that was that was also late in the season. Um, the other two games, they had five sacks total. Uh, three against the Packers, and um, I'm sorry, I'm looking at my numbers wrong. They had six against the Steelers, three against the Packers. Um, so, when did they play the Steelers? Uh, middle oh, of goodness. November. Oh. Okay, uh, October. I so, see it. Who's, I, who's the quarterback, Pickett or Trubisky? Um, that's a good question. October so, 30th. So, yeah, probably would have so, been. I, I, and I, I, I Pickett, right? It probably, I, I say all that just to say, and it can be a chicken, but like within their own division, they had some like they just had easy, easy games. They had they finished the year with two uh, seven game sacks, um, you know, and then it went their sacks went six six seven seven, and those teams were other than the Bears, which at that point they had given up. Um, they played the 29th, the seventeenth, the twenty eighth. The second, which is the Bears, the 29th and the 26th ranked pass blocking teams to finish the season. They got the remind me, Tom. Uh, number one. And by if I remember right, not really by a pretty by a pretty substantial margin. Um, so I'm not saying that you don't have to respect them, but we need to add a little bit of context here in terms of when you talk about the pass blocking and the you know, because like within their own division, they got to see two bottom five or three bottom five teams twice. And in those games, and in one of those games, they put nine sacks up against the commanders, nine, five against the giants, uh, another three against the commanders, another two against the giants, and then six against the Cowboys. Did, did their defense get fat? And I, I, I think that our defense did it too got fat against inferior teams down the stretch. Uh, on the sack totals, probably, because they yeah. were up in games and they were pinning their ears yeah. back and crushing teams. Yeah. And then yeah. that last two weeks, they were playing without yeah. her, so the defense had to be otherworldly if they wanted to. I would say their last, their last month, like I said, those last four games of the regular season, six, six, seven, and seven. Yeah. Who so, is the closest to Mahomes that they face? Right. Nobody. Quarterback. Have I mean, they even paired, played any comparable quarterbacks? Maybe they, no. I can I can read you off their schedule if you want. I mean, nobody compares no, to Patrick Mahomes. You don't even need to. The, the, yeah. top, just quarterbacks, looking at it. the top quarterbacks top quarterback are Deshaun Watson, Kirk Cousins, Trevor Lawrence, and Dak. I mean, yeah, they did so. play Aaron Rodgers, but we're talking about the ghost of Aaron Rodgers. Uh, Dak that is probably late, and they beat the crap out of him because his line was hurt, and they still only won by seven. Yeah, Dak is probably honestly the best quarterback on that list with the Cowboys. Uh, Here's my question to you guys. Does everybody remember week four last year when we went into the Philly game and everybody, because it was like the first real test for this offensive line's first mm-hmm. big thing together kind of deal, and mm-hmm. they went out and did what to that defensive line? Absolutely killed them. Yeah, they mauled them. Like, uh, look, I'm not in remotely any way discounting or discrediting Fletcher Cox or any of the, they have they've, and they've added pieces. And Donovan Sue, I believe, is there now. Yeah, they, who, Hassan Reddick is there, isn't there? In who? Hassan Reddick is that? Yeah, Hassan Reddick is there. Hassan Reddick is a dog. They've yeah, got he's really guys. good. Jordan Davis exists, so 
I know oh, he's I forgot a they have Jordan Davis. They got Robert Quinn out of out of Chicago for packing peanuts. So mm-hmm. they've got I mean they're no slouches for sure. They've but... got some guys, but they had a lot of those same pieces. I say we've not been... all that long ago, and it looked pretty one sided. And on now, the opposite side, obviously the Chiefs have gone up against some pretty decent defensive lines recently and done a pretty good job. Yeah. Uh, they've they've not struggled at all in the in the past game, and mm-hmm. while they haven't been anything to talk about remotely in the run game, they haven't a tried it much, and b when they have, they've they've gotten they're not losing yards, they're just not winning big. So it's it's more of a I think more of a they don't run it enough to hit the home runs often enough to make the averages go bonkers than it is the offensive line not winning their their snaps necessarily. If you can contain. Reddick, it you pretty much right. Is that is that is that disrespectful think, to say? If yeah, you can contain Reddick, you pretty much won this game. As long I think as that's going to be the most. Inside, I'm about to say, I well, I think that's probably the most vulnerable matchup, right? Reddick versus Orlando Brown, because I feel like I mean, obviously, the interior offensive line is pretty stout. Well, like, and I don't know, they may switch mm, Robert Quinn and Hassan Reddick. Right. Either way, well, the tackles, yeah, both I, are kind of more vulnerable than. I'm not worried about the interior. Javon Hargrave, Javon Hargrave is a dude. Josh Sweat is a good cleanup guy. The, the other issue is, like you guys were just talking about, they are so deep. Yeah. They've got six They're guys who would start on uh, at oh, defensive yeah. tackle, right, mm-hmm. for both teams. Fletcher Cox, Javon Hargrave, uh, and Dominic Sue, Milton Williams, Jordan Davis, Linval Joseph. Those yeah, are six starters. Linval's been there forever. It's been nothing but a six rock starters the on the on the middle, and then they've got Brandon Graham, Josh Sweat, and Robert Quinn, um, just as their as their front, and then they they mix Hassan Reddick in as a pass rusher, right? He's like a nickel third down guy, and they pin his ears back and go. And Brandon I, I, Graham is just a ball of hate when he's on yeah. the field. That dude's just angry as hell all the time, ready to tear stuff up. Yeah. Um, so again, I think that that front seven is an issue, but they also haven't played an offensive line of the caliber of the chiefs. Um, you know, and that's something we, I think we should talk about. I'm going to give him his, his flowers, you know, Andrew Wiley, the last month of the season, last month and a half, we haven't talked about him at all. And that's a good thing for Andrew Wiley. <laughs> um, yeah. if you, you know, don't say your name, be happy. yeah, exactly. And I mean, and even two degrees, the same with Orlando Brown, I think Orlando Brown, like whenever he does make a mistake, he's pretty quick to get, you know, crucified, but yeah, it's uh, pretty good too. He's yeah, been, they both if you look from Andrew Orlando from week ten basically forward, he's been every since the Bengals game, right? The Bengals right. game was the last bad game that Olan had. Yeah. So yeah. And, uh, and, and wait a minute, wasn't that the game they lost Tooney before the game started? Like Yeah, he wasn't in that game. Yeah. Which we talked about hurts Orlando and hurts Creed. Because that's a big hurt. You lose your inside anchor right and any kind of help. And it's not like I said, no knock against Allegretti, but there's a reason you made Joe Tooney the highest paid guard in football. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So 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 it comes down to Mahomes getting the ball out quick, making his reads. It, it, I think it comes down to Mahomes determining exactly how healthy he is and basing that entirely off what he does next. Because I'll tell you right now. He had a week to get that thing ready for Cincinnati, and he only had one one trick to pull out of the bag at the end for the run. Yeah. He's got two weeks, and that's farther along into that process. As long as he didn't do too much to it to strain it too much else during that game, he could be 85, 89. Like, I mean, you're not getting back to 100 with a high ankle in the same season. We've already talked about that. Harrison Bucker, other players, it's just not really going to happen. Now, again, he's not the same human as anyone else, and we keep saying things aren't possible, and then he does them. So I won't tell you he can't. Actually, maybe I should tell you he can't get healthy fully by the Super Bowl. Maybe he it. might. Who, who knows? Do you want to clip that, Garrett? Who Patrick really Mahomes can't get healthy by the Super Bowl and then just send it to the Chiefs and see yeah. if that works. Um, no, I, I, it's just I'd take him at – we just watched him on one leg be better than the guy that was supposed to be ending his legacy if he lost – to them. I mean, he was better so than everybody in the If, if he's better than that frame. dude on one leg, him on one and three quarter legs, uh, I will I will take over well anybody in the league, including him on one leg. So, um, yeah, I feel pretty good with that. I, like I said, it's 
it's more about what Andy does with the scheme of the offensive line to affect that defensive line and how they, if they, and their ability to attack and then go from there for that. Well, and I want to say this, go ahead country. I was going to say, you know, who's going to come with it over my dead body game. I I think it's 87. Now you might be able to get to Pat, but I I, I don't think you're going to stop. I think, there. I don't think you're going to stop Travis. I think he's going to come fired up. I think he's going to want to win this game. Every time we've seen him go against Philadelphia, when he's jumping out he from the five-yard line, mm-hmm. <laughs> it, yeah. yeah, we forgot about what he's done to Philadelphia in recent mm-hmm. times. These are not far-away games. Are you saying that Jason Kelsey playing center for the Eagles is directly responsible for Travis Kelly, Kelsey trying to absolutely eviscerate their entire defense every time he plays them? Is that what you're telling us? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because every time they play, it's been – well, last time Tyreek Tyreek really went off. And I'm really trying to – don't officially put McCall on IR – just sneak Tyreek in there and put him in a 17 jersey. <laughs> they won't even Please. notice. Just, uh, like, I know no, he's in Arizona. I think, I think they'll notice. I think they'll notice. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. The way, they, the way they, people in charge of these games. Oh, no, lines, no, no. I don't want to talk about Carl Sheffers. I don't want to uh, do it. No, we're not. I think, obviously, a country just alluded to, though, Miko Hardman getting put on IR is a big news story that happened this weekend. And uh, Clyde hmm. Edwards-Alaire hmm. also activated off the IR. Um yep. Injuries are going to definitely be a thing to watch for this week because there's a lot of guys on offense that are you know going to be questionable. You have Kadarius Tony, Juju, MVS was healthy, so you don't have to worry about him. But uh, no, obviously, boy, having healthy and happy, he, yeah, he got having really Clyde back, you back. might have even a little more, you know, just options as far as the pass game in case a couple more guys go down. But we're going to have to definitely monitor, especially Kadarius Tony and uh, Juju. I think that means Justin Watson's probably back up. Regardless. Yeah, he's probably do getting you, back up. Do you, are you, what are you going to do? Are you activating Blake Bell? Yeah. Yeah, he's probably active as I well. think he's going to have to play in this game. Yeah. He might yeah, have they, to help Wiley out. I think they're not going to take their game. chances. After after last week, they're not going to take their chances. They're going to activate all the skill positions they have. I think, yeah. you, I think yeah. you need him if, you, if you're if you planning on Especially, using the run game or need to fall back on the run game at all. You have to have Blake because yeah. of what yeah. he can do from the H-back, from the inline, from any of those positions. He's a different animal mm-hmm. when it's blocking time. And also, yeah. we haven't talked about, but we're obviously it's being played in Arizona. We know how that field is. We encountered it in week one. Uh, so hey. that's, you know, it's not the same field, field though. Hold on. Now they flew Is it in a different field. Oh yeah. They, yeah. Flew, they, in, they flew in a new field. No, no. They flew in, they flew oh. in a new grounds crew. They flew in the Super Bowl grounds team. Okay. I'm part of that Super Bowl. The grounds team is part of the chiefs organization's grounds team. Tuma, right? What's his name? Tuma, Tuma right? out there. We're no, Travis. It's yes. uh... That dude is a chiefs legend. If you're not familiar, you're not familiar. You should, you should go look that man up. He's, He's been putting those fields together for the Chiefs for his whole life, basically. So, um, what's his huh? name? Is it? It's Tuma, right? Yeah. Let me let me pull his. T- I'll I make sure I Travis Hogan or something like that. It's Angle no, it's Travis Hogan. Travis. No, Hogan. no, 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 not no. Travis. Okay. You're talking about Travis's tweet, but it's not Travis who I'm looking for here, bud. Uh, it's George Tuma. George okay. Tuma. George, oh, okay. Shout out George. Hopefully that field yeah, will be in better legend. condition for our guys. Yeah, he's not gonna have that field. Yeah, even so and, though, and, you don't want to take your chances, and uh, obviously some guy, a lot of them aren't gonna be playing at 100 percent anyways. So you never right. know if another Katarius Tony and random they, cut just gets him uh, gets him out for the game. So, and it's not like they're coming off a preseason game or uh, they haven't played in a month, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> When's the last time they touched that field? You know what I'm saying? So yeah, I, I'm not worried about the field as much because well, of, they're supposed to put a whole new field in it, basically. So yeah, yeah, he was actually yeah. standing on the field in the tweet, right? I think so. Mm-hmm. He was. There's a yeah. there's a field that they're standing on that's out front. It's like a decorative field, I think. And then mm-hmm. no, that's the field that there's an actual picture of them in the end zone working on the end zones too. There's a couple pictures floating around of them out there working well, on stuff. Arizona, that's the field that it walks outside and then they can, they can move it from inside to outside. So oh. I don't know. I'm pretty sure that's the one. Yeah. That they keep it outside and then they can move it inside. And I didn't realize that that was a, 
movable. Yeah, that's the one that it walks. It just, it just, you can pick it up and just walk it outside. Yeah. Cool. Hey, so here's 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 my uh, take on Clyde. I think last week, everybody that needed to have a, a redemption story, everybody that needed to be redeemed for this season, was redeemed in the last game. That goes for MVS, uh, Bucker, uh, uh, Sky, uh, Josh Williams. All those guys were redeemed. There's like, huh? ten more. There's like 10 more, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. So – how fitting would it be for Clyde to redeem himself during the biggest game of his career? He's going to have to do it on very limited touches if he's going to redeem himself because – Or there's going to have to be some injuries. I don't want that, yeah. preferably not. Um, like I said, man, I, they Andy's just notorious for not playing dudes coming off of injuries, a ton of snaps. And the other problem is he's – at least third on the pecking order right now because Pacheco and McKinnon are – they've earned the snaps at this point. They have. Yeah. And Pacheco's is, is there, would, you, would you double running back with McKinnon and, and Clyde back there? I'm talking strictly red zone. For what? What are you using Clyde for in that instance? Because McKinnon's probably your pass. In the red zone. Yeah, but are you running a route with Clyde there or are you running the RPO with him there for those shovels? Because I don't like him yeah. – I don't like him out out in space on anything other than a linebacker, and I don't want him running up the middle necessarily unless the O-line is just creating craters. I think likely Clyde will probably be a reserve. I think he'll probably be – he'll probably I just up. don't think there's going to be enough time to put him – I don't think there's enough time for him to get conditioned and cardio back from being gone for as yeah, long as he has been. That is true. Shape. I mean, he, he might get a couple snaps. He's been practicing for like four weeks. Country, he hasn't been hit in a month in two months. Oh, okay. I mean, I'm just asking. I mean, hey, we're asking he, hasn't taken, we're asking he hasn't taken a game hit in two months. At Listen, least he'll probably right? take he'll probably take Rojo's snaps, and that's about maybe he a little bit Everybody says everybody goes into this um heart attack about oh my god, he's gonna take Pacheco's snaps. Well, Ronald Jones got one snap. Like, what's the yeah. – I don't get the big deal. Also, I don't know how it's, many snaps you can take from Pacheco. What did he get, 11 touches that game? Yeah, less? they kind of went away from him. Pacheco right didn't have a well, – like he, he didn't have a – he didn't have a – Well, they were using he, him in the pass game more. He had, he had like, 87 total yards. I mean, it wasn't a bad game. Yeah, a lot of that came on him running a dude over and skirting down the sideline in one game, and then the next the next game is was one big reception also on a screen pass, I think, that took it – 40 yards or whatnot. Yeah, he had a couple good yeah. good passes, but yeah. So, he's I mean, he, not as he it, some plays with him. That's what he does. He's, that's yeah. why he's got those wheels. Just the, uh, I think the O-line run blocking hasn't been as up to par as the pass blocking has been, but I think they're going to figure it out. They have obviously two weeks to, to practice that. And I'm, I'm going to let y'all in on a secret. No. I'm going to let y'all in on a secret. Uh, Everybody lean to, close. Hate to break it Everybody to you. Everybody lean close. I hate to break it to you, country. This isn't a secret. It's going to be a secret it, for long, but... They're they're not gonna run the ball that much. It's a good secret. I don't know. Twenty five carry, two hundred yard game coming from don't Isaiah. Don't tell anybody. Don't take, don't let this happen. I, think, I don't know. Put it down. Take it to Vegas. I know a lot of people watch this show, but don't, I might bet don't let that out. Pacheco over a hundred yards. I might bet it right now. Yeah. Over two hundred. He's gonna have a he's gonna have a Damian Williams MVP stub Super Bowl game. So we can That's all I was just about to ask. About how Pat ended up with it anyway? I was, I was kidding. Uh, can, can I? We're talking about matchups that are going to matter. Yeah. Uh, can I? One of the most important aspects of this game, and he again, we talked about him last uh, last episode. Steve Spagnuolo had a master class against the Bengals. He brings another game like that. We're going to give the Eagles fits. Uh, because as much as I, I do respect uh, the Eagles' offense, and they've got some really good pieces, uh, their receivers are underrated in my book, uh, even though they're they're pretty good and, and all that stuff with Jalen Hurts. Um, I will just say this. I think a lot of their offense is based on, like, routine and timing and structure, right? And, the, and when you talk about getting somebody off, like, if you get that offense off schedule, uh, I think that that's where they're going to struggle. And so, um, you know, again, the – the, the the advantage there is, you know, you can 
you push Patrick Mahomes out of the po- pocket, he's probably going to make a play he shouldn't make. I think you do that to Jalen Hurts, and you're not going to see that same playmaking ability. So um, not to say that he can't do it or whatever, but I think that if you can mess with him that way, uh, I think if Steve Struggle has another game plan like he did against the Bengals, this is going to be um, a good game for Kansas City. So I just Okay, to- Tom, I got two questions, Tom. Watson or Williams, and and who are you matching up, receiver wise? Uh, we're 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 banking on a healthy Sneed. We're banking on a healthy Sneed in this scenario. Glad you brought that up because breaking news to us on the podcast. This happened just about literally about ten minutes before we started. Well, about four minutes before we started recording. Um, James Palmer's reported that Sneed has cleared concussion protocol, so we should have Legarius Sneed for for the game. So. There's no uh, way he's missing the Super Bowl. So here's, here's, here's what I'm doing. What me about that is because it's not in the team's hands. It's in the independent neurologist's hands. Yeah. So I'm putting Trent McDuffie on Devontae Smith, and that's going to be a fun, fun matchup. Um, that's a dog fight right there. Yeah, that's going to be, that's gonna be a, a technical That's a couple battle. of young fellas, too. Devontae's mm-hmm. only been in the league, what, a year? So, and then I think you put I put you let Legereus play on uh, – on uh, AJ Brown, and I, I know, like, and I think you can, I think you can occasionally switch him around. You can move him around a little bit if, if either though, if Watson or Williams wants to go, you know, outside with with Brown, um, and you want to bring like Snead on the inside, they've got a, a third receiver. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Watkins. Quez uh, Watkins. Quez Watkins. Who, that dude's fast, so you can, you don't want him to get out, you know, yeah, over yeah. top of you. So I think I'd put Watson in that matchup just because I think Watson's a little quicker. Than Williams, unless you think you can jam the crap out of Watson with Williams, uh, I, I, I am personally a bigger fan of Joshua Williams. Um, I, I just think the upside is higher. I think right now, Jalen Watson. I mean, they're both really promising. They're like pretty good. Yeah, I got a wealth pretty of riches. I can't. I can't talk bad about either one. Especially <laughs> when Watson had that. I mean, had that insane interception last week. Like I can't. I mean, Jalen Watson. He's been doing it with a broken hand, and he yeah. has a niner against Herbert, and he sealed the game last week. Yeah, I, I think we. I think Watson will see more snaps, but I'm comfortable, you know, again rotating those guys in, and and that that lets you do what you you enjoy I'm best with your need, where you can you can have him blitzing, you can rotate him around, like, um, you know, that's where you have, uh, you know, the that potential. So. Um, but yeah, I think that Trick McDuffie on Devonte Smith is a is a key matchup there because that I mean I I think that's about as even as you're gonna get like one to one in terms of CB and corner or wide receiver in this matchup. And then AJ Brown's just you're gonna have to put some give him a little extra extra attention. Uh, you know, Shadow uh, Thornhill or Cook. Um, I probably I would almost rather have Cook over there because I think Cook is a more physical player, even if yes. he gets those flags. Um, and you gotta, you gotta hit, you gotta hit AJ Brown. In fact, with a yak. So that's that's how I play it. I'm putting Reed on uh, Dallas. Most I, I think I think I'm putting Reed and somebody else with to an extent at least shading that way. Whether that be Bolton, whether that be Gay, Darius Harris, whatever, or whatever extra DB you if Williams is on the field, whatever. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't even be apprised in or opposed in, like I said, in those diamond nickel looks. If you if you run Cook and Cook and Williams on the field as that extra secondary look, um, yeah, Brian Cook, make sure that you don't have a huge covering those guys. I, I, I definitely I need that effort that he gave against uh, Darren Waller, and I know Darren Waller isn't right now. He's not playing like that, but he is a. Very oh, Don't get it twisted. He's not doing a tight end. They had, he had a down year this year, but the Raiders had a down year this year. So yeah. So so ranking up, how do you stack Philadelphia's wide receiver core to Cincinnati's? Uh, Cincinnati's tough to stack anybody's wide receiver core against this year. They got three dudes. Yeah. What about okay? What about Jacksonville? Jacksonville had two. They're, I know they're above Jacksonville's wide receiver group. Yeah, so they're above Jacksonville. Yeah, better Jacksonville. Below. They're like in the middle. Oh, yeah. yeah, I would. So I would take I would take Jamar Chase over AJ Brown, but I would take AJ Brown over T Higgins, and then I would take T Higgins over Devontae Smith, but I would take Devontae Smith over Tyler Boyd. So it's, I mean, somebody so out there write that down. Two, and maybe do the math. Yeah, write that. Yeah. 
period of three. My mind, my mind just blew. Just uh, yeah. what? <laughs> what? Add that up. So okay, yeah, let me let, let's go over this. It's, I would take it's, they, Jamar would take Chase the one and two over the Eagles one and two. And no, I would take I would take the. Can we make take, a Venn diagram? Yes. Tom, take, you just said Jamar Chase over AJ Brown. Yes. 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 That single yes. one over Venn Eagles diagram. one. Correct. And then I would, yes, and then I would take AJ Brown take over T Higgins, Higgins over Devontae Smith. No, no, I would take. I know I heard that part. Oh, Hold on. Yeah, yeah. Stop. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're confusing right. people. Hold on. You then said you would take T. Higgins over Devontae Smith, right? Yes, but not over AJ Brown. Eagles one and two over Eagles one and two. But you would take Eagles one over Bengals two and Eagles yeah, yeah, yeah. two over Bengals three. Yeah. Because Tyler Boyd is Bengals three. Here is the three. Yeah. So multiply it by two. And that's a, no, that's pretty close. Bengals wide receiver core is better. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, that's what I said. And I'm really Wait long. a minute, what? Is there any fraction? Is there an exponent what? in there? Wait a minute. Exponent? We got to do what's in the parentheses he, he first. Take, so. Jamar Chase over take... A.J. Brown. Pem okay, dies. so they canceled out A.J. Brown. Pem dies. Just remember Pem dies. And then he would take Higgins over Smith. Mm-hmm. Yes. So he just canceled out the Eagles. Why was he with Yeah, what I said was the Bengals are better. The Bengals are better. I don't know. One through three, Bengals, Bengals have better receivers. It's not like telling you that A.J. Brown was better than T. Higgins for information when T. Higgins is a free agent on another team being a number one next year, I guess. Okay, okay. let me let me, let me me throw a curveball in there. What would you put Christian Kirk in that group? Sixth. Is he beating anybody out? Bottom. At the bottom, uh, I'd take Christian Kirk over Tyler Boyd. No, I'm good. I'm out on that one. I, I, Chris I, Kirk I, got a good year, man. He had a good I, year. He was fine. killing us for also a little bit. One year with Trevor Lawrence. I'm good. Yeah, I, yeah. Only, I say that because Tyler Boyd's got some injury issues, and I think he's not as consistent, and he's a little older. Christian Kirk um, was an invisible man in Arizona for four years. Got like no love. Couldn't catch a ball from Kyler Murray. Couldn't find time on the field. Couldn't do nothing. Squad was very. Listen, I knew who Christian Kirk was coming out of the draft. So I'm very aware what he was Texas out of the draft. Man, right? I drafted him in fantasy as a rookie and paid for it for four years. The dude huh. is an absolute ghost for four seasons. Let me see he, more than six months. Yeah, of he had a he had a 900 yard season in Arizona. What are you talking about? Hmm? How do you think he got paid? He had a 900 yard season in Arizona. Yes. It was like a 998 yard season. Because the entire wide receiver core got hurt and they had no one else to throw it to. Trust well, me, I waited did. until the end of the year to get any points out of him. I know. Uh, I feel like we're exaggerating now. <laughs> no. 700 yards, 600 yards, 900 yards. I don't know right. where we've gone quite. You, you quite pay, gone you pay five and 600. Okay, Tom, you just read off less, basically, McCall Hardman stats. 22 million? I thought it was 17. No, that's after they do the funny money. That's the 18 is the real money. The 22 oh, okay. is the one they talk about. I, I, like, that? I like Christian Kirk more as a prospect. So yeah. so basically what we're saying is Eagles wide receiver core less than the Bengals wide receiver core. Yes. Quarterback more or less deadly than Joe Burrow, do we think? Uh, right now, less. Deadly. Less. Less. Okay. Yeah, yeah, so then well. we have to deal with a lesser threat at quarterback and lesser threat at receivers. Because can Jalen Hurts make that throw to T. Higgins in no, the end zone? Not no. right now. You can't. No. Or that fourth and – what was it, fourth and 16? Was it? No, no, uh, fourth and six. Can yeah. he make that throw? Joe Burrow's throw? got some elite accuracy. Now, he can't escape the pocket like Jalen can. He was a little – I mean, he was very nervous. He was very we nervous. Make, we make Joe Burrow look like he can sometimes, but that's – Yeah, I mean, we have in yeah. the past for sure. Wide set all this game, though. And everybody drops into man coverage and no one looks at the quarterback. And he gets yeah, but this past game, run. though, yeah, yeah. got him rattled, obviously. I think it was very evident that we got him rattled. Oh, yeah. So, well, it's about, all about keeping his composure. Burrow, five sacks equals a W. Exactly. Yeah, is there, is there a stat, is you there any stat that, like that for Jalen? Uh, I haven't crunched any numbers on it like that, but that's okay. Uh, I will I'm say sure this: that offensive line for Philadelphia much, much different. Much piece. better. Yeah. Much. Better. I mean, so, they're still though, dealing with a little bit with injuries, but not to the extent that Cincinnati what, was. Kelsey said she wanted an offensive game. She might get an offensive game because I don't know if it might be a little bit of a shootout. Are going to get anywhere? They got. It wasn't. Wasn't it a shootout the last two times we played? Yeah, it was a. It was a pretty. Uh, it was like. It was seven like forty-seven. I want to say thirty last time. I want to say the last time we played, we got up on them, and then they kind of got some garbage numbers. But yeah, regardless, yeah. it was still. 
they still got at least something on our defense. It was last yeah. year, right? And that, yeah, and that was the that was one of the games where it was like so forty two thirty and then I remember that was a really good game from Pat. Five touchdowns from Pat. Yeah, that was a really so good game from Pat. Was it was seven to ten. Yeah, it was seven to ten at the end of the first, twenty one to thirteen at half, twenty to sixteen at the end of the third, and it finished forty two to thirty. So, and this is one of those yeah. they they're oh my god, they're dropping eight uh games, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah, most likely, and then you're going with the dump-off option, which, honestly, I, it was kind of I, interesting versus the Bengals. You didn't really see that a lot. He wasn't really checking down a whole lot. He was just kind of making things I don't know that making things Philadelphia happen. will try that again. Not only based on the success they didn't necessarily have with it, but based on the success that the Bengals just did not have with it. And I think Buffalo tried it, too, and it didn't work there either. Yeah. So I will say uh, in that matchup, Philadelphia only had one sack. Yeah. And four mm. quarterback hits. So, again, they've added a little bit to that D-line. But I think the oh, matchup yeah. is most intriguing and most inter- determinant of kind of what Tom said on the offensive side of the ball outside of what I mentioned. Look, who's Tom, covering Tom, Travis Kelsey? Yeah, what, yeah. Did, what did Tyreek and Travis do in that game? So, Travis was four for 23, but Tyreek mm. was 11 for 186. And three touchdowns. Okay. So, okay. Uh, she didn't have to do a whole lot, and that was three also touchdowns. that was also uh, okay. uh, Clyde wow. Edwards-Helaire had uh, 14 carries for 102 yards. Oh, uh, they ran the ball. They ran the ball 32 times for 200 yards. It was a very balanced. Performance. They were also up oh. and running them over. They like were the game was never within no middle Don't you? Hey, listen, Daryl Williams was 10 for 42. And you know, McColl was yeah. two for twenty-five. They were, Michael Burton got a carry in this game for five yards. So uh-huh. you know, maybe we'll see that. But um look. So is it out of the is it out of the realm to say that Clyde might redeem himself this game? Yeah, Let's go back maybe. to that. It's true. And and Pat might throw eight touchdowns, but you know, we, we He might. Well, are we or talking biggest odds or are we talking I just I don't see it, but I mean, also we have to consider the fact. I mean, we also we have to consider the fact that obviously there's only weird games that are be played that by the Chiefs. Like, if we expect this game to go anything according to plan, we'd probably be lying to ourselves because it's always something. I will say they passed a lot. Tom, I want you to look up Andy Reid versus the NFC record (laughs) all time because I think it's very remarkable. And and, sure and his and his record against assistants or former uh, or his coaching tree too. Because so, so not a, he's, he's not one of his guys though, is he? No. Hold on. He's Andy a tie heavy guy. Timeout. Andy did not retain him after the 2012 season. Exactly. Oh, um, so he's he's got a little bit of anger. I think that's he I think that's very that overplayed. I mean, they were two yeah. and fourteen. When I you want to got, ask you, I like, want to come ask, on. How can this, you be angry about you, being let go when you're too I asked, I asked the Travis Kelsey the question. Coach. I'm going to read you. Like, the obviously, they're not going to retain you. Anyways, okay. <laughs> go on. You tell me out of Kaiser White, TJ Edwards, James Bradbury, CJ Gardner Johnson, Reed Blankenship, and Darius Slay, which one of those or a combination of those is taking Travis Kelsey away? They're going to try uh, Gardner Johnson. <laughs> Okay, let's. I was gonna ask that because let's pull up the Saints game because didn't didn't he run up? Didn't he? He was a Saint beforehand. Yeah. No, I. Yeah. yeah. I don't remember him. I kind of remember luck. him not being able to stop Travis. Then I do remember that similar. I didn't say that. I said that they're gonna try it. But uh, there's no way on earth I'm single covering Travis Kelsey with Gardner Johnson. I'm sorry. Because by the time the second quarter is over, Gartner might get ejected for losing his mind for not being able to do anything about Travis getting mad and just stomping off on somebody. So, 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 who's your MVS this game? Is it MVS again, or do you see somebody else stepping up? Uh, it might be MVS nobody, again. Let's let's be honest. Let's be honest. Nobody is expected that from MVS. If Juju's healthy and plays in this game, I think this is Juju's game. This is the yeah, game I thought, he I thought Juju's game was going to be last game, but then he got injured. So, yeah. I think this is his game. This is the game that Juju came here for. He said clearly last year when Andy tried to recruit him, he sent me a picture of the champion streak and free. He said, why don't I come get one of those with him? Well, that's why he's here. They, he took a one year deal with some incentives, y'all. 
that he definitely could have got paid more elsewhere. Yeah, this is no, definitely his no ultimate goal. Didn't he, reach, didn't he reach all the incentives and stuff? Oh, yeah. One minutes. year, six million with incentives to nine or whatever it was, or yeah. seven minutes incentives to ten. I can't remember what it was. I think it was six. Didn't like, he reach that? He, he, met, he got all yeah, his incentives, That's my right? point, country. is like you, you're telling me that Juju on the open market couldn't demand three years or even MVS two years, 30 million? He instead took one year, six million with incentives to get to nine. No security, just for what? Oh yeah, he wants a ring. Okay, so here's here's the thing, and I hate to bring up the Bengal game. He looks like Tyreek over there. <laughs> <laughs> Who does? Bengals fans, Bengals players said. MVS is looking like Tyreek over there. I know you oh, heard MVS. I missed that. Was that on the was that on the Oh uh, bro? Go audio? watch the mic up. Stop the show. Oh, go I'm watch the mic up. Watch that mic up now. Good <laughs> lord. They did not say that out loud. I swear. It it wasn't burnt apple crisp, was it? That said that out loud? Mm-hmm. It might have been 58. Is that Osai? That's Osai. Yeah, that's Osai. He said he's using them like Tyreek over there. Y'all didn't hear that? Are y'all serious? I don't think I I heard that one. I've look, man, there's been a lot of content come out from the last ten days that I've been trying to keep up with and consume. Um I missed that one. Uh wow. Uh no um Huge. Yeah, I don't even know yeah. where to start with that one. Yeah, um, I don't, that's. I really. Like I wouldn't go that far for that sure. Game, but uh, and, I, and and I'm I'm paraphrasing, but that that's sure. really close to the direct quote. They're okay. using him like Tyreek over there. Hey, scout. Yeah, um, yeah scout. Here, guys. Um, uh, I don't. I don't know that I would go. Are time. they talking because he ran that goofy orbit motion that looked funky as all hell when he ran? That didn't look like Tyreek, didn't it? <laughs> Yeah, I think uh, obviously the wide receivers all year have kind of been up and down. We've gotten we've seen and several people didn't know what to call it. He ran that post corner out and they hit it on that deep ball. Maybe that's maybe that's what they were talking about. Well, and it's I think it says more about Mahomes because he's been able to spread the ball around and and adjust. So um, I just find it funny that they compared MVS in that game to what they did with Tyreek last year, which I mean, I guess sort of, but not really, and it definitely doesn't look the same. Yeah, not at all. But so, yeah, go ahead, country. Tyreek had 187 yards. Who's the next? Who was the next closest receiver? Uh, I already closed it out. Hold on, the last time they played. Because apparently Travis did that, and he had four for twenty-three. No, nobody else was big that game. Uh, he was the only one over a hundred. Because they did. I think they, they got up and they just started running. Byron Pringle had two for twenty-three. Kelsey had twenty-three. Williams, McColl, sixteen each. Uh, Clyde had twelve. Jody had two. They passed. They only passed the ball twenty-four times compared to thirty. We need to talk about the Jody Fortson redemption game. That's what we He's need to be talking about. Jody Forsen caught a lot of t- – how many – didn't he catch a touchdown? It was his, that was his last touchdown before he got hurt, bro. No, yeah. that was uh, last year. I think he that caught a touchdown been, in the red zone. It might have been the start of the streak. I want to say yeah. he did. Yeah, might have been. Uh, so, uh, I will say our defense got carved up by their receivers. Seven for one. Different defense. Different defense. Totally different secondary. A lot of different guys in the secondary uh, there. Two words, Tom. Two words. Mike Hughes. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, that's uh to wrap this this whole Super Bowl preview up. Um You haven't even got to the game yet. <laughs> hey, okay, okay. Country, here. what have you been talking about for the last fifty three minutes? I don't know. But here here's something that I've heard from more than one Eagles fan. And and this is what's gonna hurt them. Well, we knocked Brock Purdy out the game. I've heard this brought up multiple times by multiple different people. I I think, and this is foolish to even think, I think they're banking on we knock Mahomes out the game. That's a very dangerous because. Yeah, I can say I highly work, doubt the actual. You're going to bank on knocking them out with the you got to hit me guy? 
Yeah. I highly doubt the actual Eagles players have any kind of anywhere close to that kind I'm, of mindset. That's a very we're, we're fan. Talking, we're, yeah, yeah, we're definitely that's talking very fan, fans. That's a we're very definitely uh, talking yeah, fans fan mindset. Uh, pretty ridiculous to think. And even I've still, heard that point, to think I've that heard it, that uh, point multiple times. Hey, man, there's going to be plenty of vitamin T in, in uh, Arizona. I tell y'all boys that right now. I mean, Pat did get knocked out versus the Jaguars, and he still came back and won the game. So it's, and, oh, yeah, I mean, Chad Henney went 98 for a tutty. Exactly. It's not like, not like you got an easy road with Chad Henney. That's, I mean, hey, Eagles fans, they have to cling to They to have a better chance against Chad Henney, duh. But that's not Yeah. Saying. Hey, listen, they have to, they have to hope for it. something, you know. They have to hope that Patrick Mahomes doesn't. Hey, man. Carved them up for dear life. They say all week, we'll take it. But I say, and that's that is the thing I think we should say positively about Eagles and the Eagles fan base is that all respects. Yeah, exactly. Completely different than Cincinnati, where we have total respect for the Eagles in Philadelphia. And honestly, it's like whoever wins, it's gonna obviously it would suck, but whoever wins, we don't we don't need to be giving out pre pre well. Happy yeah. Flowers Whoever wins is obviously is going to be the Chiefs. I was going to say, do we want to do score predictions this episode? Do we uh, want to? Uh, I mean, might as well. Might as well. You know, I don't do scores. I know I'll country give, doesn't I'll do scores. Guys, uh, it's the Super Bowl, right? It's the Super Bowl. We got to do some Super Listen, predictions. I've, I've done. I've been. I've picked some pretty bad ones. I'm. I'm just going all in, right? And even if I'm wrong. Uh, I'm gonna, so I'm gonna predict for me and country Chiefs by a hundred. Let's go. Okay. Mm. Country cosine. I, I want to go. I want to go Mahomes over three hundred. I want to go Travis two touchdowns. Uh, I want to go Mahomes like four, four to five touchdowns. I think that I think that it's gonna be a tight game. I think they pull away in the fourth. When when Philadelphia is forced to be one dimensional, you can't run the ball to catch up. I'm gonna need Mahomes to throw at least 14 touchdowns to get to that 100 point mark. I was gonna say Tom's gonna need a couple <laughs> more than four or five for that hundy. Uh, I, I was being realistic. Tom is Tom. Is, <laughs> is. <laughs> I uh, I think country's on the track there with the game's gonna be fairly close for a majority of it. Um, Look, man, we didn't even talk about it really, but Andy reads off a buy here, and I know it's not a traditional buy, but they treat it like a buy. Boom. And that dude is absolutely lethal off the buy. Nails. Um, he's also absolutely lethal <laughs> in games against co- opponents and organizations he's familiar with and has ties to in almost every facet. He has destroyed most of those teams. Now, this Eagle team is legit. This roster is deep. They have guys everywhere. Yeah. I just am not 100% sure that 75 to 80% of Jalen Hurts' shoulder can do enough to win this game. And it's not a knock. It's just it's, it's the way it works in this time of year. Everybody's – both quarterbacks are not 100% and won't be. just is. Nobody playing in this game will be, so – um, it's it's tough. I I think you're going over on the total. That 50, I think 50 is the over under right now for the game total. Um, I'm probably in that 31 20, probably similar score to the Niners game type deal. 31 20, 34 23. Crazy, something like that. Something that vicinity. I just like kind of country said. I think it's probably closer. One touchdown into the third quarter, and then second touchdown or a quick transition off of the coin flip at halftime. If it goes the way the chiefs like to have things go for that, those extra possessions, they go on those runs like golden state and you're all of a sudden you're up three and down 14 in four minutes and you don't know what happens. So uh, it's, it's a problem. I don't know if the Eagles can solve the problem with running the football unless they prove it early and get out ahead. I, I know Gary got to do his prediction, but I got one more point I'm gonna bring up. Gary, go, go ahead. Okay, I'm gonna say I like I like the trains of thought here. I think, like I kind of said earlier, I just don't expect it to be a perfect game. Uh, I feel like there's gonna be some hiccups, but I will say it just feels different this year. You know, it's a lot different than 2019, where it was kind of expected, right? Everyone expected the Chiefs to go all the way back after losing the AFC Championship. We expected to win the Super Bowl. It was good. 2020, it was just a weird injury, crazy 
game a complete anomaly really if you think about it and so this year it's just an entirely different feeling not only on the offensive side but the defense is just so much better than we've ever seen in Kansas City in the Patrick Mahomes era and they're taking it upon themselves to get the job done like Jalen Hurts and the Eagles have had a great season have played some great some okay games against some okay opponents but they haven't seen this defense I think this is or this quarterback. Yeah, well, that's that's a whole different animal in itself. But obviously, I think the defense kind of carried us in the Bengals game, and uh, you know, kind. it's kind of <laughs> might be an understatement. Uh, we're gonna, it, it might okay. be a liver live and die by the defense game. The offense is gonna obviously not falter, but defense is gonna be the one that really I think wins this game for the for the Chiefs. Um, I'm gonna go 27 to 20 Chiefs. By seven. Uh, you need under, you cantankerous hater. <laughs> exactly. I just think it's going to be one of those games. It's going to be a slow grind. Both teams are going to have a defensive battle. Um, but Patrick Mahomes inevitably will get it done because he is Patrick Mahomes. And he will probably win his second MVP award this, uh, what, Thursday night is the, uh, the NFL honors. So... That's I don't know pretty if cool. Probably needs to be used in that sentence anymore, but <laughs> that's yeah. That is he's won cool every other single. He's won every other MVP I've seen voted on. Whether that was Fox, whether that was PFF, whether that was the All Pro one, whatever, all of the different ones except the one that we need to see done has had him at the top by a landslide. Yeah. So but it's so it's gonna be a cool moment to see that. So. So over the over the week, and I know you you guys aren't the talking heads guys, and I don't know exactly who brought this point up. But it was said that Pat Mahomes has only played one good quarter in the Super Bowl. Yeah, Is no, there any? Did you, you guys, watch the Bucks game at all? I do not think that. Yeah, if you the entire Bucks game was actually. Okay, first, first, wait, wait, wait a minute, Kyle. Wait a minute, Kyle, because I know you're gonna get you're gonna get that train rolling. Up here, to wrap up this great episode here. He Kyle. did though. He did. He had, he did have a couple of turnovers versus San Francisco. Um, the Tampa Bay game. I mean, throw that out there. There was he, no. He it was four quarters on a good. turf though, with no offensive line running around like a chicken with his head cut off, hitting wide receivers in the face, fifty yards field, fifty yards downfield, horizontal to the ground or parallel to the ground. Okay? I tell you no, what, I'm good on that analysis from whichever Colin Cowherd or Skip Bayless or insert Bart Scott's face here. Whichever I think one it was an ESPN guy, though. Whichever uh, one I'm, not, I'm not for sure. I drew the short straw on the show. Dane or that's my whole MO. No, we're good. The only <laughs> other, no, I'll, I, wrap uh, I'll wrap with this, and then Garrett can get us out once Tom is done. No, Tom, five, Tom, five, five. Go if, you, if you can take a prop bet, take 5-5 five, five to get at least one sack. I'm going. Yeah, go ahead. I was just going to say, ahead, I, don't, I don't know how to answer that. I need to go uh, ask PFF how to feel. I'll let you, I'll let you know once I know what they say. Because PFF does my thinking for me. Go ahead, Garrett. Okay. Take well, it out of here. I didn't even get your nod. <laughs> Do it, country. I didn't even we talk got? about that one guy I want to talk about oh, today. No, we okay. got, actually, you know what? We don't even have to talk about that guy. It's positivity <laughs> week. Listen. Yeah. Chiefs by 100, country. Week. Chiefs by 100. Chiefs that's, by 100. Mentality. Listen, thank you all so much for tuning in for us this entire season. This has been a awesome, awesome ride this entire year leading up to this point. Obviously, we've got a couple more episodes coming your way before the big game on Sunday, but Chiefs Kingdom, enjoy it. We're really, if you think about it, we're living in the golden years of, uh, of Chiefs football. Like, this is something that we're not going to see very much of, uh, you know, 10, 15, 20 years from now after all it's all said and done. So we got to appreciate it. And, uh, yeah, I think it's going to be a good time. So be sure to follow us on all of our socials at Kingdom Says Pod. Go to our YouTube channel. Check us out there. We got a lot of great content coming. That the kingdom says uh, it's gonna be a it's gonna be a good one, folks. And uh, obviously, after the season, we got Tom's draft talk. Tom, you didn't mention the draft. Tom didn't mention the draft one time. So we have to applaud him there. (laughs) So thank you all so much for listening. Can I do my plugs? Can I do my plugs? Yes, of course. Our wonderful guest, Country Boy. Do not follow Country. No, don't follow me, please. Don't follow the podcast page at Kingdomcast, um, kingdomcast.com. Um, 
Kingdom Cast on YouTube, uh, Spotify, Anchor, all those social media sites and streaming sites. Um, to 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 quote a famous man, there is no tomorrow, Rock. There is no tomorrow. <laughs> Country boy with some wise words to get us out of here. We appreciate Rocky three over Rocky four. That's actually that's actually kind of facts. But country, we appreciate you joining us all these times, hanging out with us. You're, you know y'all love, I love y'all, man. Yeah, you know exactly. You're one of the boys, so we appreciate you. Look at Tom's beard. How could you not love that? Look at that beautiful, beautiful red beard. Listen, country, you got a good beard too, man. I don't know what you're talking about. Yours, yours looks. I look homeless. You look like like you can afford a barber. You look like Santa Claus. Neither your beards are can compete it, with cow's it looks, hair. So. It looks good, but it's very dry. How's yeah. my beard? Cow's hair tastes the cake of everything. I got my, you. My, hey, got hey, you. my beard, y'all. My beard. Send me some activator. <laughs> I have a little lion's mane. It's, it's the new fashion trend. Tell Travis. All right, y'all. <laughs> beard wash that will change the game for you, I promise. Ah. We'll figure that Thank out. Thank you all listening and watching. We will we should, see you later this week. Check us out. We should out. have did Rocky quotes all through the episode. <laughs> like, we should have said, Mick, we got more to do, Mick. We got more to do. Okay, no. Uh, we're out of here. Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet. But if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox Internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home Internet. Cox is the real home Internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com Internet for details.